0: Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green lights on. Set for a start.
1: Cablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Cablenz! But it is all hard style Rico and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Green
0: light is on for the Green Light on podcast
1: oh yeah the green light on podcast heading to the bush down to the ball for this uh, Wednesday nights warnable cup one of the great country cups on the uh, the calendar I think each and every year and uh, the new look green light on premier racing podcast is here to break down this country cup once again nice and early we're recording this the day after the heats of the uh, the warnable cup and Oh, as always, uh, these days, my two uh, offsiders are here, starting with you, Eth, down the bottom. Ethan Christian on the line, and uh, E Sporting at Geelong Cats Hat, mate. Uh, they're back in business, the Cats.
0: That's it, mate. Winning form's good form, so I've got to dust off the hat when we're, when we're winning games. No, fantastic to, um, to be back rounding off the end of another Country Cup season and another uh, interesting final coming up yet again. Yeah,
1: rounding up uh, the Country Cup season and another Country Cup, another office for our man Nathan Rooney. I'm not sure where he is today, but uh, Roondog, how are you?
2: Good, mate. I'm just across the road at uh, Geelong, so I just snuck into Sir Ray Bartolo's office and, uh, yeah, we, we, uh, we're we going track to track. We were at Ballarat last week for the Geelong Cup, now we're at uh, Geelong for the Warnable Cup and uh, I'm not tracking down to Warnable for the next one, so... Nah, no. no, these will be. Uh, it'll be closer to home
1: for me. Yeah, the trend ends uh, here. Just before we pull apart the heats of the the Warner Bull Cup, uh, straight off the top news that Unleashed Kalinda has been scratched. Now, Eth, you messaged me that this afternoon. Uh, newsbreaker extraordinaire uh, on Zoom here this afternoon, but uh, sad news because. He'd finally drawn the pink. Um, He is making every country cup but not being able to win them and maybe, just maybe, this was his chance to burst around the outside and, and have a real hell of a crack at winning a country cup.
0: Yeah, he's the undisputed king of the straight, So, and he was finally starting to pick up that form around the circles. So, to see him go down with an injury now is pretty pretty unfortunate for him and connections. But hopefully he can bounce back and we can see him winning races very soon.
1: Hopefully, because uh, I think he's a genuine champ and and I don't think we've seen the best of him on a circle just yet. Although he was impressive despite pulling up uh, with an injury after the heats. Let's go through these uh, Warnable Cup heats one by one, starting with the the first heat of the Sportsbet Warnable Cup, and I'll, I'll I'll start with you, Nath, because. I know just recently, mate, you've become a real Kelsey Bale bandwagon type uh, fanboy at the moment, and uh, she was awesome, breaking the track record at a track that the track record very, very rarely gets broken. Um, She is just in the zone at the moment.
2: Yeah, I think Eve hit it on the head uh, when we reviewed the uh, Geelong Cup, like, she's she's just in the zone, like, she's running through the line, she's chasing, it doesn't matter if she gets knocked over, she just picks herself up and goes, and um she drew the red and i know i was pretty bullish on the podcast you know geelong cup night that she could show speed people kind of after getting knocked over a couple of times going oh she's not beginning she's flashing home that's a racing pattern but i think off the red at Warnable, we just seen that she literally hit the lids and then just kept rolling and uh yeah the run was phenomenal track record doesn't get broken there very uh often and uh she put a good dent in it, and uh, that might stand for a while, I'd imagine, James.
1: Yeah, I think so. What did you make of it, Eith Box number one, punch through, and as well, well done to you boys. Uh, both nailed the Geelong Cup, which probably should have mentioned that off the top. But uh, both Tipping Kelsey Bale, Crackerjack Bull Eye tip gets beaten, then comes out at fifteen to one and wins a heat of the Warner Cup, and I'm not on it. But Eith Kelsey Bale, she's she's just airborne at the moment, and I I couldn't agree any more with Nath. She uh, she showed that she has got early
0: speed. Well, if you're not on the bandwagon already, you have to be jumping on now because any dog that comes out uh, wins You know, five in a row, two of them being group twos. She's just knocked off a half a length off a track record that's been standing for seven years. Mm. Uh, there's almost not a hotter dog in the country at the moment. So if, you, if you're not on, you need to get on before the train leaves.
1: I agree. I was on her last year through the Melbourne Cup uh, Carnival and I've sort of jumped off a little bit. Um, and I think I've jumped off at exactly the wrong time to jump off. Uh, heat number two was won by Unleashed Kalinda. We've already spoke of of just how brilliant he was. I, I wasn't convinced he'd have the speed to lead that race. Um, not with Action Girl, Vader Bale, Flying Pie. There was pace and even Nail and Fencer, the, uh, the Tasmanian dog. There was speed to burn, but he burnt them off. And I thought he was terrific. Heat number... Uh, three, cashing checks. Now, this was a little bit of a statement run, I reckon, Nath. He, he lid ping from box four, 6.46 early, which is scorching, 11.34 off the back, which is unleashed Kalinda-esque. This was a, a really impressive performance for the uh, the Craig Traherne trade greyhound out of Lara.
2: Yeah, it was. Um, it's not a surprise, though. Like, if you go back and, and look at his Maitland form and when he was in New South Wales, he came come over with big wraps and then um, – at Ballarat, he had a couple of runs through the Autumn Classic, and he, you know, ran twenty-five, one both times there. So the track I broke down to last night playing reasonably quick or quickish for the first half. It was a beautiful, you know, twenty odd degrees up at the ball, not a breath of wind. Then as the night, the last few heats got on, you'll notice the times a bit slower. But I've put that down to you know the air temperature drops, and then you know, like it's just not as ultimate for for fast times, but. Um, Cashing checks is certainly certainly a big player because he runs in a dead straight line. So off a of middle pin's great for him where he was um, in the heat. And you look at his Ballarat runs; he's done exactly that both times. So he's no surprise to uh, to be measuring up in a race like this. And Craig's got him firing since he's coming down from New South.
1: And as well, Stealth finished off second uh, in that race uh, from box number one, and, and he will get a start now because Unleashed Kalinda's withdrawn. So Stealth is the the first emergency. So effectively, a quarter of the field going around in this heat. Heath.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and it, it was a good good run from Cashing Checks. He's finally um, nailed the start. So he's, been, he's always been putting in those good runs mid-race and towards the end, but he finally got out right on the arm really strong early and he just said ta-da to him. Uh, stealth was pretty good from the from the inside draw. It'll be interesting to see how it goes from an outside draw coming in as the emergency, but I, I think all, all credit went to cashing checks in that heat. It was was very impressive.
1: Yeah, race seven, heat four, was won by Crackerjack RT. Um, he doesn't always begin like he did. Used box number one, kicked out 6.55 early off the back in 11.41 and 24.93 ran I I sort of thought the Bull Cup this year wasn't overly strong because Aston Zebel had Mount Gambier form and was earlier on in the day, I think, a 3 or $4 favourite for this race. May well have even been shorter. Um, and that sort of told me that this wasn't the strongest series of all time. But then, Rooney, we go back and, and have a look at the results now and, and so many of the heats were running electrifying times. And then you've got Kelsey Bell who broke the record. But this run of Cracker Jack RT, it's been what he's been sort of threatening to do from day one.
2: Yeah, well, you know, it's pretty evident he's got a big motor and that's, that's never been a question. What's been his question, his box manners? And um, when I dissected his, you know, 14 or 15 starts that he's had, the two times he's hit the lid's both been off the red. You know, he went to Geelong and he, and he ran um, 6.52, 11, 18, 25 and a half off the red. And then, as you mentioned last night, you know, 6.55, 11.41, 24.9, He's a red dog, isn't he? You know, they're the only two starts off the red. As soon as he gets away from the red, you know, he kind of flops out, lets it unfold, you know, and then lets rip. But last night, the red box drew him out again. And uh, I actually thought it was the weakest heat of the the seven. And um, I didn't think they'd break 25. But then I didn't uh, have Cracker Jack RT uh, lobbing on the arm and rolling along. But uh, Jordan's got two in the cup and he's done a good job. And this is a pretty good litter. And um, he's pretty excited to have two two runners uh, in the cup.
1: Best litter he's uh, he's ever had, he told me uh, on this podcast about a month and a half, two months ago, Heath, do you agree that uh, Cracker Jack RT is a bit of a red dog?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was actually pretty flat because I owned the dog that was in box two in that heat top payer and I thought he was a decent ah. chance of leading. So to see Cracker Jack RT um, nail the starter, we're going we're to struggle to chase him down now. But he he was impressive from the front, twenty four nine three. I I agree. I wasn't expecting to see that type of time come out of this heat. So all honest to him, it'll be interesting to see how he handles that wider draw in the final now though.
1: Little quiz for the uh, the, the listeners and viewers at home on this podcast vodcast of the Warnable Cup. Uh, just a one question quiz, lads. Uh Who was the only person from this Green Light on Premier Racing podcast that did not have a runner in the Warnable Cup heats? Not good enough to have a runner in the Warnable Cup heats. I think most people would naturally say, oh, Nathan Rooney, but no. It was actually me. <laughs> no involvement. Rooney had one. Uh, I didn't know you had one, Eth. But top payer finishing up third, so that's uh, that's promising for a, a young dog who's only had 17 starts. But Rooney had incineration go around, which we'll get to in a minute. So uh, we won't worry about that right now because Zellabelle won heat number five. Just a run, I think. Jump well. Had the speed to lead. 11:57 off the back tells me that that she's not going to press them. I don't think Ethan come the uh, the Warnable Cup final next week.
0: Yeah, it it didn't give too much away in terms of um, how she'll perform in the final. I I think she's better over shorter, um, and I think the time sort of suggests that as well. She she got out, she got rocking, but still didn't run, um, a time that you consider very strong for this series. But, you know, all all honest, she got in, so she deserves a spot in the final.
1: Nath, what did you make of Zella Bale? Do you agree with us Yeah, well, she
2: most probably held the speed off the inside and then, you know, looking when they were coming around the corner, I looked at what was second. It was a 400-metre dog. Mr Beats was obviously behind him, not going to be strong. So she kind of got on the arm against front-running st- uh, leaders and uh, she had enough in reserve to keep kicking. But the time um, certainly wasn't great compared to all the other heats, really. Um, have to improve, going to go around big odds. Hasn't got a bad draw, but... Um, going to have to go to another level, I think, to compete against some of these runners.
1: I'm willing to put the line through Zalabal in the final. Uh, that's that's my theory there. But uh, you never know. They can come out and win. And, make you look very, very foolish. Uh, race number nine, Incineration finished up third here for Ashley Terry, the better half of Nathan Rooney, who is part of this podcast. And, Roon, before we chat about Cracker Jack Bull, mate, you would have been pretty happy with Incineration. It was one of the, the stronger heats of the cup. And um, he seems to love Warnable, but he, he had a genuine crack and he only got done by half a length.
2: Yeah, he was, you know, it was a good run and most probably, you know, the way I looked at it when I spoke to Jordan um, after the race, I thought Cracker Jack Bull was the main danger, I thought he would get on my back um, and and charge at me late, Um, I suppose incineration and fire hose cut out each other and most probably we undone each other really because we both wanted to get out and get rolling I was hoping Mpunga Mustang done the right thing and kind of shuffled him up the track and let me get away, but uh, we kind of cut each other. Crackerjack ball got through and as we all know, James, he's a a very strong type. He's one of your favourites and uh, when we straightened for home I kind of looked at who was behind us and I could see uh, Jordan rolling off our back and I I kind of knew he was going to pick pick us up and he gave me a little one in the ribs as he, uh, from behind the boxes when he went past me (laughs) and a little smirk and a little cheer, but uh, no, it was uh, too good Crackerjack ball and He's had a good month, really. He's made a Geelong Cup, and now he, now he's in a warnable Cup, and he's only had 15, 16, 17 starts. So, um, no, he was too good on the day, and the race unfolded his way, and um, our bloke was pretty good. You know, we're a grade one there. We had to go and, and test the water. We come up with the right draw, and we, we ran pretty well. But, uh, you know, we take 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 third placing, and then we take him home, and we go again. So that's racing.
1: Sight to behold, that would have been you standing behind the boxes with Jordan Cooper peeling over your heels. <laughs>
2: Oh, well, I tell you what, uh, me and Jordan played a lot of sport together. We go fishing a lot together and we're we're very close friends for, for a long period of time. So it's a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek gag between us when we're in races against each other. And he uh, got the better one of me uh, this time, but uh, I'll live to fight another day.
1: Yeah, it took a good one to run you down too. I think Crackerjack Bull's the real deal, Leith. Uh, 15 to 1. Um, I'm just about spewing as I... Uh, recap what happened, Uh, I should have been on him I I had a chat on SEN Track about uh, a few of the runners that I liked for the meeting thought he was a genuine chance in the race if you had have said he was going to get out to $15.80 you would have had to have had something on him
0: yeah, absolutely, and you know, just disregard his run in the cup final at Geelong the other week. I think he his heat was as impressive as it could have been for a dog of his age. Um, and if you t- if you're taking that run for what it was, he should never have been 15 dollars um, in this heat. Yeah, the, the map didn't look perfect for him, but he's got enough ability that if he's in and around, he'll make him pay, and, and pay he did. He, he came and got them very late.
1: Yeah, and he absolutely walked out in the Geelong Cup, so it was a run where you just had to put the line completely through the form guide and and you boys know how keen I was on him uh, off that heat win. So, yeah, ruling the decision, I didn't have a play last night. Kai Bale took out the last heat to nab Boston Garden right on the line. Do you think uh, Kai Bale, starting with you, Aeth, is a greyhound that, that can do anything in the final? He is strong.
0: He is strong, and he is in a very good vein of form. Um, the only problem for him is that he's going to have to try and elevate again, um, and, and it's not exactly an easy place to try and do so in a group two final. So I'm willing to risk him, but you, you have to admit he is, he is in a good feign of form. Nice. Do you agree? Uh,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm most probably against him. He, he's going to have a freshen up. He had three runs in the last six days, so he's got six days off. So that's going to help him. Um, <laughs> certainly very rock hard fit. Um, he'll need the pace to, to jam up and then most probably try to get in front of Aston Kalkara, Cracker Jack Ball. Crackerjack RT, you know, like he he needs to most probably get fourth or fifth with a couple of these behind him, and hope you know cash and check stealth Kelsey kind of cut at each other, and there's some interference. And as he said, he's very strong. He's been up to 700, not even a month ago. So certainly got the runs under the belt, but uh, gonna need the race to really unfold favorably for you know, to finish in the money,
1: I'd imagine. Mate, can you take the phone off the hook in the uh, the Geelong Sorry. office there? <laughs> Just tell them uh, it's important recording happening here and, and don't worry about uh, any uh, any uh, phone calls coming through there at Geelong. But um, what, I'm, what I'm noticing is that trainers are now starting to listen to the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast for Nathan Rooney's advice. Uh, Daniel Gibbons, I'm pretty sure uh, if it wasn't for this podcast, Kelsey Bale wouldn't have won because you said the other day, Rooney, just freshen her right up, have her bouncing, have her come out the way she did. It worked out, and now you just told Corey Grenfell, who's a jewel, I think Group One winning trainer. Uh, nice little freshen up will do the job. Do the dog uh, the world of good.
2: Yeah, well we look after each other this side of town. You know, Lara Anarchy, <laughs> we we kind of all bat together and uh, try to uh, help each other out. So uh, no doubt kybal has got the runs under the belt. It's just going to need to freshen up. It went to Geelong and then went to Shepperton and then backed up at Warrnambool. So uh, had a busy week and actually seen in the stewards report they questioned the frequency of racing and uh that was soon squashed after it come out and won a heat of the cup i'd be uh i'd be telling the stewards you just worry about stewarding the meeting and i'll worry about training because uh makes you look a bit silly when you get questioned you come out and win a heat of a, a group two cup but um no that was just the way it unfolded for kai bale and um yeah it makes itself into the final and Grandville's
1: know how to win them, that's for sure. Yeah, 100%. I like the way that uh, stewards do sometimes, things like that. And, and, and it's all obviously for the, the welfare of the dogs. And if they think they're they're potentially being over-raced or whatever the reason might be, um, I think it's good that they're questioning trainers in that sense. But you look at Kai Bale, he's a 600-metre dog, probably at his pet distance, so he's just having these sprints. They'd that, be like me just jogging down to the uh, the bathroom and, and, and wandering back here to the, uh, the computer. So I think it's pretty cruisy for him. Here's the box draw, Sportsbet warnable Cup on the 3rd of May next week. One Aston Calcara, box two Zeller Bale uh, into three Crackerjack Bull, box four cashing checks into five Kelsey Bale, uh, six Kai Bales, seven Crackerjack RT and box number eight uh, Unleash Kalinda who is Scratch. Put the line through that. Reserves are Stealth and Aston Zeebles. So Stealth at this stage will be jumping from box number eight barring no more Scratchings. Now I have been able to put together a market here that uh, that has been released. Uh, the form guide, obviously, with nothing out because we're filming this, what, five, six days before the race is ran. But, Ethan, you've put together a market, mate, and I've got a market in front of me. So I want to go through them runner by runner and see how close you've got. Uh, Aston Kalkara,
0: what price would you have? I've got it in a 100% market. I've got Aston Kalkara at
1: $12. I agree. I, th- I think a genuine $10-plus chance. Uh, do you not agree, Rooney? I just saw a little bit of a cheeky grin.
2: Uh, yeah, no, I'm a lot bigger than that in, in a market. Um, but but anyway, oh, that, that that's good for me because this is what happened in the Geelong Cup when they put up $3.40 Kelsey and I thought she was uh, an odds on pop. So, no, $12. Ethan's probably done this market for whatever corporate agency uh, you're quoting him from, James.
1: No, he hasn't, because uh, this is au. Aston Kalkara is $4.50, which I think is extraordinary unders. Um, I think Aston Kalkara will be 20-1 to 1 at the jump. Uh, Zeller Bale box two, I would have Zeller Bale at about 50-1. to 1. Ethan, how did you, you see the pricing around Zeller
0: I've got Zeller Bale at $31.00. Um that's where I fell. Probably could be longer, but that that's where I fell just initially. Might uh, might be on the books there at Sportsbet because Zella Bailey's
1: obviously priced that one $31. <laughs> Number three, Crackerjack Bull. What price would you have the Bull at? I've got the Bull at $12. $14. Uh, about right there, Rooney?
2: Yeah, they're most probably slightly unders for mine, but I, I push them out pretty hard, the ones that I'm against, and uh, obviously the ones at camp I want to be in, I'm a bit shorter at my 100% market, but um, he went around $15 in a heat. Uh, you said it was one of the stronger heats, so he's got to be somewhere around that price in, in the final, I suppose.
1: Cashing checks, which the punters are hoping to do if, uh, if he gets home. Uh, number four here, Ethan, what price?
0: $8. 8 Rudy?
2: Uh, I think I'd be happy around Ethan's price. Most probably that uh, 6 to $8 mark for mine.
1: $4.50 the price, available with sportsbet.com.au. Now, Kelsey Bale. Um, there's no doubt she'll be favourite, especially with Unleash Kalinda coming out. What price? I know you're a fan of Kelsey Bale as well, so there might be a little bit of heart and soul in this one, East. But what price have you got the uh, the Golden Girl at?
0: Can assure you it's purely statistical and no bias. Uh, two dollars sixty. Two dollars sixty.
1: Rooney, would you take that? I know last week you were yelling saying she should be shorter than three bucks. Is two sixty a gettable price for you?
0: Yeah,
2: very gettable. I, I think she's odds on. Guarantees yeah. she's odds on in this market for mine.
1: Sports bet have her at 2.30, but she's been backed in from 2.35. So there is money there, and Rooney's happy to jump on gamble responsibly. Of course, chances are you're going to lose. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Uh, on to number six, Kai Bale. Uh, this will be interesting. I think you'll be a big price. Yeah, 21s, so at,
0: at the lesser end of the market. 26 the price, fairly right. Cracker Jack RT. Uh, another one that I've got at 12s. He's
1: currently eight dollars uh, on then to number eight, Unleash kalinda. did you have a price prior to scratching?
0: I didn't because by the time I got round to pricing uh, unleash Kalinda was already scratched, but it would have changed the market considerably. <laughs> if you were to
1: price him in the race, what price I, I would have had him around three three bucks in this race. I reckon he or Kelsey Bell would have been the two that that I would have been toying up with as the eventual winner of the race.
0: Yeah, I think I still would have had, and mind you, this is a 100% market, so the, the one that Sportsbet's got, has got a fair bit of percentage whacked into it, but um, I still reckon I would have had Kelsey Bale around 253 and then unleashed Kalinda somewhere around five. Um, it, it's, the thing is, the difference between the Warrnambool Cup this week and the Geelong Cup last the other week is that the, the field around Kelsey Bale is very even this week, whereas the Geelong Cup, it fell away in a couple runners pretty quickly.
1: Okay, Reserve Stealth, and Aston Zeeble. I'm not sure if you've priced them, ETH, but Stealth is definitely getting a start. So you're, you're nodding the head vigorously. So you've obviously priced up Stealth.
0: Yeah, priced up Stealth and Aston Zeeble. I've priced up Stealth at $10, and I've priced up Aston Zeeble at $26. I'll give you fifty to one.
1: I reckon on Aston Zeeble. Uh, that is uh, Ethan Christian's pricing. Uh, you cannot take that. You cannot bet with that. I'll just assure the uh, the punters. But I, I think we've worked out Aston Kalkara's unders. Um, just judging by the market, and according to Nathan, again Kelsey Bale is value. Just quickly before we look to tips and wrapping this podcast up, um, speed maps. Nathan, who do you have leading the race, and and who do you have swooping at the end?
2: Yeah, well, the speed map kind of is going to get thrown out a little bit now. Like, I, I thought uh, cashing checks would hold initially and then Unleashed Plender would whip around and take over. Now, with Stealth going in, uh, a dog wanting the fence pretty hard with speed, I can see four and eight kind of somewhat nearly coming together. It'd be interesting because, you know, early day Stealth was a mad fancy, And then if you go back on his last 10 starts, he hasn't drawn outside of box too. Um, he's just drawn red, 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 check, check. He, he drew three, you know, on figure form in a match race, which is there's only one dog underneath you. So his last 10 starts, he's only ever had one dog underneath. So he's still wanting to go to the fence, but now coming from the extreme outside on a horseshoe, I reckon he's going to uh, come out with his indicator on and be looking to to roar across. So they're the two speed dogs for mine. Um, Zella Bale crosses Aston Kilcara early. I think Cracker Jack Bull sits mid-pack. Cashing checks on speed. Um, I had Kelsey Bale sitting obviously behind um, cashing checks and um, unleash Kalinda at the time of box draw, and I thought she would get a perfect run. Now that could get squeezed up a little bit between four and eight. So that's the only uh, negative downfall with Kelsey here. Kai Bale, and I- I'm potting Cracker Jack RT to be out the back off a wide draw. So I don't see for a 450 high-speed track like Warnable is – and a genuine country cup, usually, you know, there's five or six dogs, you know, even through the heats, I thought the Typhoon Sammies and that if they get through, it's going to be a mad charge to the corner, they're going to run exceptional splits. We're here, I'm pretty much saying cashing checks, running 650, nearly be out of hold, they'll be still charging across from wide and then the next group, if Kelsey's ahead of that group, she's the one to beat, but uh that's the way I still map it. But there's a lot of just mediocre speed in with uh, a lot of these runners.
1: That was the longest uh, description of a speed map I've ever heard. <laughs> Ethan, what can you add to that, mate? Surely, Surely you couldn't add much.
0: Uh, What I will say, I think it's been hard for me to map. I don't know if Roons had the same drama, but I I found some of the early sectionals for these dogs pretty inconsistent. Some of them can hit, some of them can then miss. So really settling on a leader has been challenging. Uh, I do agree. Zella Bale's going to cross Aston Kalkara and hold the rail. Cash and Checks should hopefully jump right and hold a pretty true line. Stealth will come out, maybe try come across. Where does that leave Kelsey Bale if she jumps? Does she get stuck in between Cash and Checks and Stealth? Um, I actually think run of the race will probably end up going to Cracker Jack Bull because Cash and Checks will run a straight line from four, and Zella Bale and Kalkara from one and two will go to the rail, and Bull might just get a nice run in between there. So short answer is, I'm not really sure, James. It's pretty messy. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It is, and especially if Stealth does start from box number eight. No more scratchings uh, in the next five or so days, and he will go from box number eight, which again, as Nathan said, it does throw a bit of a spanner in the works. Tipping time now uh, for the big one. Starting with you, Nathan, you've you've sort of given away that you could put Kelsey Bale in box 15 and you'd still tip her. So I'm assuming you're with Queen Kelsey.
2: Yeah, she broke the track record there first look last week, you know, or, you know, last night. So I was more confident prior to the scratching because I thought, you know, unless Kalinda's going to whip around and not touch her and and she'll get, you know, third the outside where we kind of mapped her in the Geelong Cup here. It's a little bit sticky. She decides to come out, you know, you've got uh, Checks holding his line and 38 kilos too. He's not, he's not a pushover underneath her. Um, and you've got stealth with the indicator on wanting to head down and down pretty hard, I'd imagine. So she's just got to initiate that, uh, you know, initial contact, and hopefully she half misses it and lets them unfold, and she still gets three wide after him going to the corner. But, uh, you know, she's won a half a dozen in a row now. She's got a track record next to her name. She's blowing up the clock. She, she meets him pretty well here, and I think she starts odds on. Um, she's an odds-on pot for me. Um, in a race like this, again, the, the depth is pretty skinny. Um, yeah, she's clear top pick for mine.
1: I'm with her. I'm with Kelsey Bale on top. Uh, I'm not sure Danny Gibbons is going to be wrapped uh, that I'm back on ship because whenever I'm on, the the ship seems to sink, uh, Ethan. But are you making it a, a a three-way Kelsey Bale party on this podcast or what?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think it's pretty simple with Kelsey Bale. We touched on it last week in the Geelong Cup. She's just simply... Three or four lengths better than her competitors in this race, so she'd not only would she have to face a little bit of bad luck, she'd have to face quite a bit of bad luck to not win here. I would have thought the only reason I priced her out at not odds on is just because of the draw and, and the um, uncertainty of where she ends up in the run. But um, if the race pans out, you know, it, on on her terms, she she wins.
1: Well, it's the Kelsey Bale Show once again here on the Green Greenlight on Premier Racing Podcast. Just before we wrap things up, Nathan Rooney, it is your beautiful better half's uh, birthday today. Uh, I have found out that she's removed that from Facebook because she didn't want too much fuss and didn't want too many people to know about it. So then you get on the social media and say, happy birthday to Ash early in the morning. So everybody sees that. And I've noticed you've polished the nugget for the, uh, the birthday, mate. You're really looking after her. Can you whip that out for us? Yeah,
2: of
1: course
2: we can, mate. Yeah,
1: nah, oh. there you go. Fresh <laughs> under the lights and uh, oh. that's what misses and kids and dogs do to you. Yeah, stress, stress and more stress. Uh, hey, boys, it's been good having a, having a chat ahead of the Warnable Cup. Uh, hopefully, Kelsey Bale can get the job done. And if so, that means Ethan will have tipped the last three Country Cup winners on this podcast. Lectra Heckler into Kelsey Bale, into Kelsey Bale. Did we not do one for Ballarat? We mustn't have. I think Eth might have been a bit too busy. But, hey, either way, boys, you're both flying. Good luck uh, with everything moving forward, Eith, and hopefully we can we can do this in the new financial year. Thank you, James. Sounds good. And you, Nath, off to the flower shop, mate. Go look after the better half for a birthday, can you?
2: That I will, mate. I'll just uh, charge it to your credit card.
1: Don't know about that, Rooney. Uh, not much money in my bank, mate. But that's all for this episode of the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast. Uh, heading to the bush, down to Warnable for the running of the Sports Bet Warnable Cup. Until next time, partners, good luck, happy punning. And don't forget, what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, call 1 800 858 858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. <laughs>